Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 4,000th and final episode of the Nobody Asked for This podcast. Just kidding. It is the 88th or something. 87th? I feel like we've been in the 80s for a while. Sometimes I look at the um, clock thing. Not the clock. I look at the clock sometimes, but sometimes I look at the counter and it's like, whoa, I feel like we were just in the, you know, on episode 52 and now it's 70 this. I feel like we've been in the 80s for ever. Forever. But don't worry, I was also lying about the final part. This is not the final episode of the Nobody Asks podcast, if I have anything to say about it. You never know. Maybe the internet will crash or... I don't maybe my phone will will break once and for all and I won't have a, a means of communicating with the outside world but as far as I'm concerned we have some some episodes uh, in front of us as, as well as behind us so I hope everyone has had a great day I really I don't mean to make this a pattern but I feel like I'm starting every episode um just reflecting on the groundhog um Obviously, for anyone who maybe hasn't listened to the last few episodes, the Groundhog, something, something Phil. Um, we were just kind of we gave him a shout out when it was his day a couple weeks ago. He walked out of his cave or however it works and saw his shadow, I believe, or either didn't see his shadow. Whatever shadow thing had to happen, I can't. I truly can't go through this again. I can't even Google what it means because it was confusing, but. He basically told us in in few words that it was going to be an early, early spring. So I was thinking, okay, perfect. And then it kind of was an early spring for a while, but now it's been raining for the past few days. So I'm starting to think ever so slightly um, that Poxitani, I think that's his name, Poxitani Phil, is in fact a liar, um, which is, I think, where I started but then was sort of proven wrong. Now, I do need to know, I don't live anywhere near Puxatani Phil. Wait, is it? Is it? Okay, forgive me for my lack of geography knowledge. Phil, is Phil short for Philadelphia? Is Philadelphia a state? No, Philadelphia is a city. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is the state. Never mind, because I was thinking Puxatani Phil. Is that like this a city in Philadelphia but I don't think so Puxatani what I mean to say is I don't live anywhere near there so like is he only talking about like if it's going to be a late spring or early winter or whatever the heck like in his region in his county because in which case then I don't want to say that he's wrong because I don't know what his what his weather is you know but where I'm at an undisclosed location, it's looking like a late winter or whatever, however the, the verbiage is. Um, but don't worry. As you can hear, I'm still sipping my iced coffee, minding my own business, um, and then recording my own business to be posted out into the world for minimal, um, and really emphasis on minimal, people to listen to, hear, digest, and I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what happens after that. But yeah, just sitting here again in the car. This is going to be another episode where um, I start in a vehicle. I start in a ve- vehicular scenario and end most likely, again, I can't predict the future, but most likely in my um, beanbag chair, which I've been calling a beanbag chair 
I don't know that it specifically is. I think it's just like more so a couch that is circular and has no like structure. Like it's more like a couch pillow. No, I guess it's a beanbag chair. I just don't know like maybe beanbag chair is like a brand. Like I don't want the beanbag chair people to come after me. I have nothing but respect for the beanbag beanbag chair people. I just don't know if it's like a very specific like thing, you know? Like this is a beanbag chair as opposed to like a chair that just has like, you know, like pebbles or sand or something in it. So something to think about on a Wednesday morning, um, you know, just to kind of fill, to kind of fill the void. Um, I have to say, I remember this time last year having a similar thought of like nothing happens in February, like nothing. It, it becomes a point where I'm like, I have nothing. I have nothing to report. I have nothing to talk about. I have nothing pressing to say. And then, you know, the spring comes around. And I, you know, go to Coachella. Just kidding. But, like, the spring stuff starts picking up. And then summer, you're out doing activities. But, like, really? In the winter? There's, like, not much going on. Which, not to bring it back to Phil, but I was thinking when he said it was going to be an early spring or whatever, I was like, oh, thank goodness. Like, this period of nothingness is going to dissipate. It's going to evaporate even faster than usual. And we'll be good to go. But apparently, that's not the case because, as I as I said earlier in the program, um, it's everything is just shifting. It's shifting, and I don't know what to do about it. But we're gonna find a way. Where there is a will, there is a way. Alrighty, it happened. Um, the first five minutes that you just heard, or really the last five, the only five minutes you've heard of this episode, were recorded almost exactly twelve hours ago, as usual. As, as has been the usual, um, I'm sitting here, obviously back in my beanbag chair, but I'm doing things a little bit differently this time. I am in the same outfit that I was in when I recorded the first five minutes of the episode. And to be completely honest with you, I, um, because it was only five minutes that I had recorded earlier this morning, I thought, you know what, I really could just scrap it and, you know, redo the whole thing. But it just, it, it wasn't going to feel authentic, you know, I could have just you know, copied, essentially did plagiarism. Is it plagiarizing if it's yourself? I could have played, I did plagiarism of the self and just re-record the first five minutes, but that didn't feel authentic, as I said, and I'm nothing but. So I'm sitting here, um, but as I said, a little bit differently because I'm in the same outfit. Normally, the second I storm through the door, I get into sweatpants because I just can't stand the thought of being in any sort of um, waistband, or any sort of constricting clothing. I very much prefer to be in like a, a hoodie that's two sizes too big. But uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've kind of just stuck with the same clothes that I'm wearing. I would normally, you know, maybe boil a warm drink. I'm actually sitting down with a milkshake, which I think we forget about milkshakes. I don't, I don't know who we is, but I'll speak for myself actually. I think I forget about milkshakes. Milkshakes are good. We should all drink more milkshakes. No, I don't know if Dr. Oz would agree. The only thing with drinking a milkshake is it's, it's like almost when you talk while drinking a milkshake, it sounds like you're eating yogurt. There's a few things I hate more than watching someone eat yogurt. I am a fan of yogurt. I think, it, I think it's probably good for you. I think it's good for your gut. What's that one with, the, with that bouncing? Like in the commercial, there's like the little bouncing beads or something that show like how good it is for your stomach i think we should all be eating more yogurt but i don't want to be a part of watching people eat yogurt i think that that 
Um, because it's like a, it's like this weird mix between like just drinking it, like like drinking it and like actually chewing it. Like there is chewing. Even if you haven't noticed this on yourself, we're going to do a quick experiment just as a group. Everyone grab yogurt. It could be Greek yogurt. It could be frozen yogurt. Uh, maybe not frozen yogurt for this, although you should get frozen yogurt because it's good. Um, you can get like a dairy alternative. That's, you know, the dairy fairy is something you have to be careful of. And and don't try not to think about it, but I know this is hard because once you've thought about something, it's really hard to just do it naturally. But like just as naturally as you can eat yogurt. Now take note if you chewed or not, because I feel like I do chew. And if not chew, like there is like a, there's like a thinning out process before you're done with it. Because you can't really just like, you can't like drink it because it's a bit too thick, but there's obviously nothing to chew. I don't know where this segment goes. I don't really know how to end this. All that to say, I am drinking a milkshake, which I think is probably not the best thing to be recording and consuming at the same time because something about like dairy products and the phlegm reproduction, I don't know. I paid attention for about three days of science class for the whole however many years high school is, four or five. And I'm pretty sure what I remember learning is if you drink milk, you're going to have like dairy or not dairy, phlegm, phlegm buildup or something. I don't know. I can't remember if it was just milk or all dairy products, um, which, okay. Milkshakes, obviously great. Check. The, the title of milkshakes could use some work. I don't know. Like, is there milk in here? It's like more, it's ice cream. No, I like the word shake. I think we could keep that, but like, Ice cream shake. I think just shake. A shake is good. Chocolate shake. Vanilla shake. Which I think a lot of people just call it shake. Regardless. It's just something to think about. Like milk. Like it's not really like... Like that sounds like the recipe for that is you put milk in a mason jar and just start shaking it. Which I'm pretty sure is not the recipe for a milkshake, but it might be the recipe for butter. I would love to make butter live on the Nobody Asked For This podcast. Let me Google... How long does it take? This is a record. I made it 10 minutes without Googling something. How long does it take to make butter? Because if it's under an hour, I say we do a episode of the, whatever this is called, the Nobody Asked for This Podcast where I'm turning butter. Around 8 to 10 minutes. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Whipped cream will turn into a heavy, grainy mass. What? Small yellowish clumps of butter will start to appear. Keep churning until you see two distinct substances in the jar. Thin white buttermilk and thick clumps of yellow butter. That was, of course, directly quoted from churncraft.com, which that excerpt, that section, was what popped up when you immediately Google how long does it take to make butter. Mm, Okay. Dissenting opinion. Uh, I can't find the name of this website, but it says this whole process can take about 20 to 30 minutes. That works too. We can do that. That We can fit that into the Nobody Asked for this podcast. But do you need a churner? How do you churn butter at home? Like, do I need some sort of apparatus? Or I think I think you can just do it in a jar, like a mason jar. Let me see. Listen, I will figure this out, Okay.
If I lose every three listeners that I have, I will figure out in this episode how to make butter. And listen, it's all fun and games until the apocalypse happens and I'm the only one who knows how to make butter. Like then people will be like wanting to tune into the Nobody Asked for This podcast. So you know what? I'm going to do a rebrand. We've talked periodically over the past year or so about maybe rebranding out of comedy for a few reasons. One, fully labeling yourself as a comedy podcast is a lot of pressure to be funny, which I don't, I don't know that I like necessarily am. Sometimes I like once in a while will listen back to a podcast and I'm like, oh, I didn't laugh once. You know, whoops. Like, I don't really know. I don't, I don't know what to do with that data, um, but it's interesting to have. Also, reason why it's hard to label yourself a comedy podcast. There are so many other comedy podcasts that um, there's quite frankly no way I'm going to weasel my way back onto the Finnish podcast charts. Yes, for anyone that doesn't know, the day that this, the day or the week or something around the time that the first episode of this came out, we did chart on the comedy podcast charts in Finland. I believe we debuted at around 113. And by I believe, I mean I tattooed the number 113 on my inner lip and I just checked the mirror and it says 113. So I'm certain of that. Um, but unfortunately, we free fell after that to about number two, some, 200 and something. Um, and we have yet to reappear um, on the podcast charts of any country, Finland or otherwise. And I've been just trying every day I wake up and I think, how do I get back into the good graces of the Finnish people? Because they did so much for me in that one day. Um, I really thought I really thought I made it. And I did. I, I did look at ticket prices to Finland and it was probably lower because we were closer um, or, or just sort of coming out of the pandemic. Or no, we were out of the pandemic. When Are we in the pandemic? I always, it, while it was happening, what sort of got me up every day those days before I was a, a Finnish um, flash in the pan, which will be the title of this episode. But what got me up those days was the idea that there was going to be one day where it was like, okay, it is over. And it's become increasingly clear over the past year, probably up to two years, that like that isn't going to happen. It's just sort of going to be part of the norm, which I get. And I will, I'll, you know, I understand. But it's just like, I never got that moment where it's like, okay, it's done. It just, I sort of woke up one day and realized that, you know, we've been acting like it's done. So all of that to say is I think instead of being a comedy podcast, I'm going to reinvent myself, re, um, rebrand into a survivalist podcast uh, because for two reasons. One, I think that's where we're headed. I think we're going to need to kind of get some survivor skills. I think Survivor is one of the most popular shows and has been for the past however many years for a reason. I think people are studying. I think people are, whether they know it or not, getting tips for what we're going to have to do when you know, the robots take over and everything goes left. Actually, I don't know for sure what will be our downfall, but I do feel like it's coming. So that's one reason. And two, I feel like there's probably less competition in the survivalist podcasting space. I don't know that Apple even recognizes survivalist podcasts as a genre in which there's a chart for me to be number one, which means that until they do, I can just brand myself as the number one survivalist podcast on the internet, uh, in, which, in which my first episode will be How to Make Butter, which 
I don't know if that you could technically call that a survival skill, but I'm going to I'm going to pretend it is one. You know, just for the for the charts, I'll do anything for the charts. Finland, welcome me back, please. I'll go on tour. Let's do a quick group brainstorm. What other survival skills should I teach? We can do how to churn butter. We can do um hmm like maybe I could do like a cooking show but with canned goods. Not only because that's probably all we'll have in the apocalypse, but because that's all I can really cook with anyway. So really, here's the thing. Everybody that's cooking with like fancy filet mignon, I don't even know what that is, and like going to, you know, I don't want to call them out, but like a a fancy grocery store that may or may not rhyme with full lewds. You know, all where you get all your fancy ingredients, which great. If that's what you like to do, you go for it. But like, we're not going to have that in the apocalypse. So I'm glad that I'm living in conditions that are a little bit closer to what they'll be when we're like in the bunkers. Do you know what I mean? So if anyone ever says, you know, why does your lunch look like it was catered by the people that did the fire festival? I'm going to be like, no, no, no. I could be having prime rib for lunch today but I choose to live like we will be living when the comet hits or whatever whatever disaster will will be the end of us now what I know for sure is that when the power like shuts off and the you know the asteroid has come for us if there's any hope for our phones to still be able to function Mine will be the first to go because my phone is perpetually at 11%. Even now, I believe it is at 12%. Now, I say I believe because, as I've mentioned before, I have a a glaring green vertical line going down the right side of my phone, and it actually blocks the part where it says what the percentage is, which I actually don't mind because, again, the percentage is very low. This is a similar approach I took to um, with my report cards. I would not look at the numerical part of my grade and I would just read the comments because it was a lot of like, you know, you know, he tries, but eh, you know, I really wasn't interested in the number. I didn't need to know that. Um, And with the green line going down my phone, now I can't. So for sure, if the rapture happens and uh, you need to make a phone call, assuming that the phone lines are still up. I would probably ask someone else to use their phone because mine will probably be, you know, on the brink of of shutting down, never to be recharged again. So I need to get a battery pack. I also need to update my tetanus shot. I've talked about this before, but last year um, I realized this. I can't remember what episode it was, but I realized, you know, live on air, if I could be so dramatic and call it that. Okay, no joke. The reason I just cut off there was because my recording stopped so that my phone could display the you have 10% battery life left message. When I'm right, I'm right. Back to what I was saying. I realized live filming the podcast or recording the podcast that I only had one year left on my tetanus shot. I am sad to report that I now at time of recording, only have... Did I catch a cold in the last three minutes? I feel like I'm getting very... Oh, no, it obviously died. It was the, it was the milkshake. It's happening. The phlegm reproduction. Um, 
I'm so sorry if that's, if that's gross, but you know, it's biology, which I, a class I did not take, but I hear that's the type of stuff you learned in biology. But anyway, all of this to say, I have November, what's November minus February? The 11th month minus the second month. 11 tables. I have nine months left. I have a mere one month less than that, which equals a school year left of my tetanus shot. And I wonder, like, is there like, what's like, what's the half-life on a tetanus shot? Is the half-life 10 years? Or like at 10 years, does it start to go down? Like, am I at like, again, with as the same as my phone battery, am I at like 11% left of my tetanus shot? I guess 9% left of my tetanus shot? Or at 10 years, does it go to like, now it's only like 50%? Look at me knowing a term for like half-life. Maybe I did take biology. And I also don't know if I used it correctly, but you know what I'm asking. Like, like is it, like, am I 100% covered for 10 years? Or like, is, it, is the coverage at like 60? And then once it's below 60, like you should probably get it like a top up. I don't know. If it wasn't obvious, I'm not a doctor as much as I try and be, as much as I, you know, like to think of myself as some sort of unregistered nurse. I actually have no idea what I'm talking about when it comes to the medical space. Um, And I'm also not much of a Googler. Well, I mean, I obviously Google everything. I Google four times an episode, but I'm not much of like a medical Googler. I'd rather just not know which probably isn't great either. Like if, if I was going to be any type of hypochondriac, I wish I was the hypochondriac that was in the doctor's office 12 times a day because at least you know and at least you're getting things checked out. I'm more so the other kind where it's like, unless I'm on the floor, like I'm probably fine. And that mindset has, I mean, it's gotten me this far. So I, I, don't, I don't really know. I don't know what to really do beyond that or how to fix it, but it's just, it's just where I'm at. Alrighty, I had to take a quick intermission, please forgive me, uh, to get my phone charger because, again, as I said, I was at 11%. Um, I made it all the way down to 7, which I thought was fitting, 7-11, obviously. But I really wasn't in the mood to have my phone, you know, get to 0%, lose the recording, and then I had to do this whole thing all over again, uh, which I think, I mean, it, it's, it's gone so well. The first time, I don't know that I could recreate this, you know, sparks of genius that I'm having. I feel like I've been recording for an hour um, and we're at 22 minutes. So I don't know what to say with that. I definitely have a, like a warped sense of time because I'll be, I'll be doing, and this might be a, a people thing and not necessarily just a me thing, but I'll be doing something and I'll be like, no, for sure it's been 45 minutes. And I kid you not, it's been four or I'll be doing something, like, especially something that doesn't take a lot of, like, well, I was going to say something that doesn't take a lot of brain power, but the example I was going to give was reading, which probably takes a little bit of brain power, but something where you can kind of, like, zone out a bit, and I'll be like, oh, that was probably, you know, 10 minutes have passed, and it's, like, two hours, and I'm already, like, five minutes late to something that I had to be at, you know? Like, how does that work? Also, what I also don't get, also what I also is how, you know how some days you'll be like, I keep thinking it's Tuesday or I keep thinking it's Thursday. And then other people around you are like, oh my gosh, I thought it was Tuesday too. What is that? Like, what is that? If, if we all think it's like Thursday and it's not. Now, either if that's happening to you, you're either surrounded by a bunch of people who are just agreeing with what you're saying, which I have to say, I'm like, 
76% of the time, I'm, I'm that person that's just like, oh my God, yeah, me too, which is actually very annoying. Like it takes a lot for me to like be a dissenting opinion. And it's like, no, I actually didn't think that. Because then where does that conversation go? You know, it's like, oh my gosh, it's so cold today. Like, what are you going to be like? No, like you just kind of have to go along with it. Um, and, I'm, and I'm glad to, to play that role. But I, that always freaks me out. Or, or, or the truest test is you'll be thinking to yourself, oh, it feels like Tuesday, but it's actually Wednesday. And then someone around you will be like, I keep thinking it's Tuesday. And it's like, yes. And you like feel like you're in a sci-fi movie. You're like, you're me. We're from the same dimension. I honestly don't really get the concept of dimensions. Um, but I just kind of let, the, I leave that to the smart people. Of which I've sort of gathered through experiences and um, just really lots of evidence that I'm not a part of, you know, the, the, the quote unquote smart people. Which is fine. I've, I've come to terms with it, you know. Everyone brings their own, you know, dessert to the, to the picnic, so to speak. You know, oh, you know the, how the old saying goes. Everyone brings their own dessert to the picnic. Put that on a, a shirt, a mug. The other day I did something weird. I had to go outside and I had my coffee in a regular, like, like a mug. And I had to like run to the mailbox and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to take my coffee in this like open face mug. Is that what it's called? An open face mug? Probably not. Like a, like a, like a topless, no, <laughs> that's not the right word. A um, lidless, just like a mug, like a mug, like a, I, don't, I don't know how else to describe it, like a, like a coffee mug without a lid. And I thought to myself, I could pour this into a tumbler, like a thing, like a to-go coffee cup, but I'm not going to. So I just took the mug and walked outside. And it felt freeing. It felt like I was being a trendsetter, which I try and be, but it doesn't always kind of catch on. Um, in my head, I, try, I set my own trends, which I guess would make it not a trend, but regardless, I have to say, I recommend it. I, if you are, if you're thinking about it, I'm not going to, here's the thing. I'm not in the business of forcing any, anyone to do anything that they don't want to do. I'm not trying to like make people follow my trends. I'm just trying to set them. And then hopefully you make the decision yourself to follow them. But if you're ever in a position where you could like dirty a tumbler, like a to-go coffee cup, or just keep you know, keep the liquid in an open mug. I would just try it and see what you think. Actually, you know what we could do? We could all go on Shark Tank, which I'm dying to do. The second I get a glimmer of a good idea, enough to the point where I think I could pitch it to the sharks, like I am in the den. Is it called the den? Oh no, I think that's the Canadian version. The tank, I'm in the tank. I'm ready to go to the tank. Send me to the tank. If I didn't already have such a good podcast title, that would be the podcast title. Send me to the tank, you know? But I'm ready to go. I'm ready to say, hello, sharks. I am asking for $1 billion for 2% um, profit or for 2% ownership of my business called um, Lid for a Mug. And I'm going to say, sharks, have you ever, you know had to go to your mailbox, which I'm assuming they probably don't, they probably have people for that, but let's just, let's just go with it. I'll say, sharks, have you ever 
asked, you know, your assistant to go out to the mailbox, but they were drinking a pot of coffee or rather a mug of coffee. Um, but they didn't know whether or not to pour it in a to-go coffee cup, but they wanted to keep their coffee outside. Because here's the thing, you could probably argue if you're just running to the mailbox, like you don't need your coffee, like take a sip, sprint, and then take a sip. And there's probably only going to be minutes between sips. But what we're not remembering with the sharks is they probably have huge mega mansions. So it might be like a 15 minute jog, light, brisk walk, however you, however you want to look at it. But Let's just go with it. So I'm going to say, Sharks, have you ever had to send your assistant for a light, brisk walk jog to the end of the driveway to collect your mail, but they were drinking coffee out of a regular open face mug and did not want to dirty a tumbler, but wanted to have coffee for their 15-minute walk to your mailbox to get your mail for you? I don't know if I worded that properly, but you know what I mean. So I'm going to say, have, that, have you ever done that? And they're going to be like, yeah, all the time, every Thursday when the mail comes. And I'm going to say, well, look no further than, what did I call my business? Mug, f- lid for a mug? Lid for a mug. L-F-A-M. Lid for a mug. Mug lid. My, I'm trying to think of an acronym. My, my mug needs a lid. Mugs for lid. Lids for mugs. L-F-M. Mm, I'm not loving it. I would like an acronym that could also be like a word on its own. We're going to work on it, but um, yeah, and then all the sharks are going to be like, yes, like I would love to bid, I would love to give you $3 billion for even less, honestly, I only need 1% of your company, and I'm going to be like, of course, yes, I take all your offers. My favorite, If okay, I'm, I assume everyone knows what I'm talking about, but if anyone doesn't watch, Shark Tank is where the everyday person, the everyday, what's that word, entrepreneur which something I've learned is that if you're an entrepreneur, that either means you're rich or unemployed. Sometimes somewhere in the middle, but you usually fit into one of those two categories. Um, Entrepreneurs go in front of these, I think it's four or five rich people. So it's kind of like American Idol, but they're not judging your singing, they're judging your business. And then you're asking them usually for like a specific number for them to invest to get like a certain percentage of your company. Um, and sometimes the, the sharks will get like a sample, like you'll send them like, I have a cereal business and here's a sample of my cereal. And that's always the best because sometimes the cereal's disgusting and they're like literally gagging and being like, this is the worst. This is like the driest cereal I've ever had. Now, I don't exactly know how cereal could be dry, but I'm sure it can. And then after they, they try it, sometimes the sharks will fight each other to you know be the person to get to invest in the company. Sometimes they'll go in together and be like, I'll take 1%, you take the other 1%, we'll give you like, you know, this much money. So it's a pretty good show. I recommend, if you haven't seen it, I mean, it's, I think a lot of people have seen it. I'm not like discovering anything new, unlike my business, Lids for Mugs. But um, yeah, I, I just have a gut feeling like that's how I'm going to make my millions. And I don't know if Lids for Mugs is my billion dollar idea, but I'm going to find one and I'm going to get into the tank and I'm going to come out the head shark. I'm going to be so rich by the time I'm done with them that they're actually going to ask me to be a part of the rich people that like bid on the appliances or whatever the people are pitching. I don't really get how that works. Like where do you have all this money to just throw at businesses? I also don't fully believe, I think this might affect my chances of getting on the show. I don't fully believe that all of these deals go through. Like 
I could definitely see it being not not fake, but like surreal. Like maybe they had deals with these people beforehand and they just sort of needed, you know, to fill some space on the show, which, hey, filling space on a show is my middle name. I had nothing. I had nothing to talk about 32 minutes ago. And look where we are now. We made it. And with that, I'm going to thank you for listening to the Nobody Asks This podcast. Um, if you want to find more episodes, you can go to podcastnobodyaskedforthis.podbean.com. I'm like 99% sure that's correct. One more time, podcastnobodyaskedforthis.podbean.com. On there, you can listen just all the episodes on there. You can also find our the link to our Apple podcasts, our Spotify, a couple other places. You can also find the links to our Instagram, Twitter, or whatever it's called now, X, TikTok. I really honestly, like, there's not much happening on those accounts, but they're there. Um, And yeah, I hope everyone has a great weekend, and I will see you next time. Bye.